Hello, and welcome to the Brain Mastery Podcast, brought to you by ABI Wellness. This series features renowned experts on brain injury, brain health, and rehabilitation. Be sure to visit abiwellness.com for more resources. All right. Welcome back to the Brain Mastery Podcast. Uh, today, I bring back you know someone I've known for actually quite a few years, and uh, we've uh, being in touch over the years and, you know, I keep in touch through online. And um, he's somebody that, you know, is really a, a high performer um, throughout his life, really looking to seek improvement in everything that he's done. And he's a he's a very successful person. But I, I, I don't think that success is really by accident. <laughs> and we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, today with me, I have Don Davey. Uh, he is, you know, a husband, an athlete, a father, a friend, a really engaged, you know, community uh, stakeholder, a former professional athlete, um, having played in the NFL. And, um, you know, somebody who's got a lot of really keen messages around the world of brain health and how that kind of translate into overall generalized health. So welcome to the podcast, Don. Good to see you, buddy. Great to see you again, Mark. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Anything I missed in the bio? I think we'll get to uh, cover just about everything in there. There's a lot of moving pieces, as you know. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, for we were talking earlier. You know, we started this podcast because we wanted to share information uh, from different, you know, stakeholders and, and community members in the world of brain health. I felt it was really important. Um, that, that we shared some of the messages from, be it sometimes it's, you know, medical doctors, other times it's physiotherapists, it could be occupational therapists, could be survivors of brain injury, uh, and kind of everything in between. Uh, it's like a, a, for lack of a better term, a mosh pit of great ideas uh, around brain health. And uh, for you, you know, you're somebody who, you know, we were just talking is really invested in your overall health, really and using that term purposefully, uh, you know, what would your main message be um, for in the world of brain health um, for people that might be listening and keeping in mind contextually, these are going to be either family members of people with, that may have had brain injury, people just interested in optimizing their, their overall brain health and or professionals who are serving uh, people looking to do that. Yeah, great, uh, great question. I guess, uh, you know, if there's one message and i think everybody knows this intuitively but it's I, I don't hear it said nearly often enough i mean the brain clearly is your most important organ right i mean it is we spend so much time you know like you said your, your thing was bench pressing eating, eating carbs and pizza i mean that was obviously it was important you know to play football you had to get big and strong but all else being equal you'd rather your brain be the healthiest organ and and most optimally functioning organ in your entire body. Uh, and it's important that we all realize that and, and make it a priority. Um, you know, I studied engineering in college, right? And I got my master's in engineering at Wisconsin. And I was also playing football. And I I never planned on playing in the NFL. You know, I would thought if I'd be an astronaut for NASA or, you know, doing research somewhere or working as an engineer. Yeah, but I had the opportunity. I said, listen, you know what? I'll go give this NFL thing a shot. And, and when I tell my kids and when I tell young people, I was 
lucky. I, I mean, I got to the highest level in the NFL, right? I used my body to achieve, you know, I was one of 1,500 people in the world that could play in the NFL for 10 years. That was, and it was a great opportunity. But despite that, and that's what a lot of kids aspire to, right? I want to be a pro basketball player, right? I want to be the next Michael Jordan. I want to be the next Brett Favre. I want to uh, be a pro athlete, which, which is all great. But in my life, I mean, my brain has taken me much further than yeah. my body did. And I went as far as you can go in the physical world of sports, right? Um, but my brain has propelled me in my business uh, as a husband, as a father, in who I am as a person. My brain has been much more instrumental in, in those things uh, than my body ever has. But then interestingly, uh, you know, when I got done with the NFL, and I, like you, I mean, I played football for a long time. I played tackle football for 26 years. I started in kindergarten, right? I mean, I was five years old, put the helmet on, put the shoulder pads on, go around yeah. this way, knock them down. And, and <laughs> to a large extent, I did that for 26 years in a row. And all along, I kind of knew, it's like, you know, Beating my head against 300-pound guys probably isn't real good for for my brain, and I was always worried about brain health. And so when I got done, and even before I got done, I did all the research, uh, studying people, smart people like you who, who know a, hell a lot more about this stuff than I did, the number one thing that kept bubbling up in all the research that I saw and the then and now is that the best thing you could do for your brain over the long term is endurance exercise, right? Long distance running, long distance swimming, long distance biking. We used to think the brain couldn't repair itself, right? But now we know that, hey, if you get plenty of blood flow and plenty of oxygen, you actually can not only stop the damage, but actually reverse the damage. It's, but it takes lots of oxygen and lots of blood flow to clean out that bad stuff and those toxins. And, you know, you get that from a 100-mile bike ride or you get that from running a marathon. and and most people never do that. So anyway, that's what's kind of started my mission post NFL. I'm going to change gears, all this fast switch stuff. And I used to squat, you know, 600 yeah. pounds and I used to bench 450 yeah. pounds. And I'm going to switch to more endurance training. And, uh, and these Ironmans were a great way to, just like the NFL, I got a race on the calendar. So now I got an in season, I got an off season, I got something I'm training for. And most importantly for me, is I'm going to line up against a bunch of other people and see if I can win. Can I, can I beat yeah. somebody? The, the whole competitive nature of that, it's, I found it very, very Don, good. Don, you hit on something that I think is really entrenched in a lot of uh, athletes, uh, but also, you know, uh, some artists, musicians. And, and if you wouldn't mind, because I think it's a very important point, is, is you're talking a lot about process. Right. They, um, you know, some people, you know, they might look at Don and say, well, of course, Don can go run. Like, look at Don. He's in great shape. Uh, he's a professional athlete uh, or was. Uh, he's a successful business owner. He can do that. But maybe for people that are listening, could you just highlight um, that whole distinction between um, just going and doing it? or the process leading it? Cause it goes back to, oh my God, football days, right? Game week, you know, Monday had a very, not everybody knows this, right? Monday had a very specific purpose. <laughs> Tuesday had a very, very specific purpose. We number the days of each week uh, very clearly with a very specific purpose. So could you talk just a little bit to that um, for people that are listening? Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. You know, I always talk about it in terms of being successful on purpose, right? I mean, 
there's not a lot of things that happen by accident. Even my journey to make it to the NFL, you know, I mean, you're looking at my body. This is kind of how I was in high school. You know, I was a skinny look, skinny kid. I was tall and I was, uh, you know, I, I wasn't exceptionally strong. I wasn't exceptionally fast. Um, but I busted my ass at those things and I worked really hard and I studied uh, my playbook very hard and I studied tendencies to be a smart player and an effort player um, throughout my college career. And that enabled me to get to the NFL. And I used to, I used to be in the NFL, look around the meeting room and said, in training camp, that guy's more talented than me. That guy's more talented than me. That guy's more talented than me. But, you know, I did what I had to do to, to survive. I, hey, listen, I, I've only got a limited skill set here. I better work harder. I better hustle more. I better study more than the other guys if I'm going to make it in the NFL and then survive for, for 10 more years. And it's the same approach I've taken to everything. And then I had to do it in reverse. Now, after 10 years in the NFL, I'm 285 pounds, and I got this wacky idea of doing an Ironman. Like, oh, I got to change gears here, you know? I, I got to start swimming, biking, running, and I got to get a training program in place. And I got to start figuring this stuff out to take all those pounds I put on. I got to take those off again. Because it's funny, I always joke, uh, every time I get passed in an Ironman, you know, a little guy comes scooting past me, he's probably 120 pounds. I say, you know what, this is like, it comes full circle. Those are all the cross-country guys you and I used to beat up in high school. And so now they're getting their revenge, and now they're running circles around us when we're, when we're out on the track. <laughs> it's like, take that, you big football player. Oh, we're yeah. Well, and yeah, I used to make fun of people who ran. Now, I, God, the greatest thing I can do in my day is my lunch investment. I'm like, I'm just going to hammer a quick 5K. And I'm talking, I'm talking all my pacing and looking at my garment. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> Well, I love that you use that term investment. You know, my, my primary business is an investment advisory firm. But this, you know, the swimming, the biking, the running uh, that I'm doing at four in the morning every day, I was like, that's the best investment I've ever made, right? I'm investing mm -hmm. clearly in my, my physical health, but more importantly to me, in my brain health, my long-term brain health. I always tell people, you know, I, I beat myself up pretty good playing football. It's, it's a violent oh, yeah. football game. Those guys are... They're big, they're strong, they're fast. It hurts, and, and you take a lot of pounding. And I've got issues with my ankles, i got issues with my knees, I've got issues with my hips, my elbows, my neck. But I said, you know what? If I end up in a wheelchair because of football, uh, because all my joints are screwed up, I mean, that's not great, but that's acceptable to me. But if my brain gets to the point where, you know, I can't run my businesses, or even scarier to me, I can't, recognize my wife or my children or, or yeah. be who I am, you know, with my family. Um, that is what's really scary to me. And so I, I, every time I'm on the bike or I'm in the pool or I'm, I'm out running or I'm lifting weights, I'm just like, listen, this is the best investment I make. I want to be around. I'm 53. I want to be around for another 50 years. And yeah. I want those to be productive and meaningful 50 years, um, not only professionally, but personally with my family. And because of what I did in football, I think I have to do this, you know, to prevent some bad things that, that have happened to some good friends of mine. I mean, I, I've been to our brain bank at Boston University yeah. with Dr. McKee. And, and McKee, I've, yeah. I've looked yeah. at, you talk about a, a eerie, yeah. freaky experience. I've looked at the brains of guys that I played with and played against who developed CTE at young ages and who are no longer with us. And so... 
That's, well, for me, for me, that's a pretty big motivator for. Him. Oh goodness, like, and that's one of the things that I, you know, I think about. And I only played collegiately, and but I, I do think about it. And and for me, I, you know, I'm as you know, I'm heavily involved in the science and 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 research. And you know, for for me, what, when I looked at these situations, whether it's even just post stroke. Uh, without the exposure of, you know, um, you know, concussion, that kind of stuff, but, uh, you know, a, a brain injury regardless, uh, or it's, you know, due to things like, like fentanyl drug overdose, there's still, you know, damage there, uh, or, you know, severe TBI due to motor vehicle accident or, you know, blasts the, through military and then through, you know, you know, cycling accidents, concussion or, co- or combat sports. When we've got these underlying underlining issues, my my big question was okay we've identified the issue now how do we develop a good reliable process right to address that what you choose to do with that totally up to you but for me what i didn't see was a lot of good uh, process-led options that blend interdisciplinary care that was the problem when you and i first met i was i was talking about like well we have to try to better understand this and and so i i was fortunate to get connected to you and to many people um over the years and we're now trying to find ways to help bring process to the table for people that might be struggling. Cause not, you know, it can be, it can be really hard and pretty overwhelming, uh, not just for the individual, but actually for the clinical provider I've found, it can be really hard. <laughs> you know, if I've got a subset of people with, with concussion or, or chronic concussion, where do I, where do I take them? Is it just physio? Is it, is it Cairo? <laughs> you know, is it counseling? No, it's probably a little bit of everything. Yeah. And that's really what helped to motivate me, Don, as you know, right? That's what it really helped to motivate me was, you know, on the physical side, absolutely. But it does take a pretty special individual with motivation to do some of the things that you're doing. But Well, I just not to interrupt, but, uh, but yeah. I appreciate not only you, but, but all the researchers that are doing this because there's, you know, there's things I can do on my own to either prevent or reverse whatever damage I have. Exercise. We know nutrition, right? And supplements are, are at least a factor in this whole thing. The, the quantity and quality of your sleep that you get, obviously, is very important to brain health. But the, what's exciting is the things that you guys are uncovering above and beyond that. You know, the, uh, you know this idea, I've seen the possibility of ultrasound actually breaking up some of these, uh, you know, these Lewy body tissue that develop in the brain. That, that, the actual cognitive training or meditation or uh, things that you can do. And you brilliant guys doing the research on this said, Hey, listen, yeah. Okay. Diet, exercise, sleep. You guys take care of that. But on top of that, we're going to give you these tools or resources that, uh, you know, the Holy Grail is reversal, right? Completely reversal. hundred percent. Had to, yeah. Well, it's like, normal like, like I'm sure you say whether you're balancing a portfolio for a high net worth, you know, a client or, or taking care of your own health or, you know, helping your daughters through some of their health. It control the controllables, right? As much as you can, because some, yeah. some things are outside, but yeah. really control those controllables as much as possible to give us the best probability. And that's something down the line here. I'd love to show you what we've changed and improved uh, to help people on, on really some of the stuff we talked about earlier around, you know, uh, the cognitive specific areas, because we made that way more accessible, but we'll talk about that offline later. Um, um, But but, but thank you. Like I said, I love the the research that you're doing. I mean, this is obviously very personal to me and that's, uh, 
I think you said it perfectly. I, there, there's things I can control and maybe slow the process or uh, you know delay the process or whatever. But you know the idea of you guys coming up with treatments. I'm here for you, man. That no, I'm. Yeah, that's really exciting. I'm here for you, man, because this population of people that that played. You know, I, I've read Adam McKee's research. I've seen her speak. Um, I think it's really important um, what's going on here, and uh, and needed because I'm seeing a ton of resources going into diagnosis and assessment, which I believe, we both believe, is extremely important. However, what concerns me is then what? You know, is it, is it only an insurance payment to help one keep an apartment? Well, may, maybe, but I think maybe we can do a little bit better too because yeah. the diagnostic testing is very, very important. We all agree with that. And, uh, you know, but then what? On, and on the physical side, let's follow what physical medicine has done and taught us, right, into cognitive health, you know, that because there's a pathway already there, there's breadcrumbs, <laughs> you know, yeah. let's just, let's follow those breadcrumbs, right, yeah. and, and, and then develop protocols that can help people become a little bit more independent. And that's what's fun, you know, for this work. And it, it's cool, because you and I have been connected for years, and I've kind of lost touch, my apologies. But, uh, you know, we've all been busy, and you're doing, you know, remarkable things. And, you know, I'm, I'm on the sidelines cheering. Um, you know, just it, a personal story on that. You know, remember the movie Concussion that came out a few years ago that talks yes. about you know the concussions in the NFL and the uh, you know the CTE issues that so many guys have. And I brought my daughters to that movie, uh, just me and my daughters right. uh, over the holidays when it came out, because uh, I wanted them to see this. You know, and yeah, and you know they've heard of this and they've seen it, but for the most part they see me as an active guy and I'm running my business and. Uh, and we came out and we're in the car and we're driving home and uh and my oldest says well dad do you have that mm -hmm. uh, and i said i don't know i mean that the scary part is as of now you don't know if you have it till after you die now i have all the risk factors right yeah uh, the, the yeah. main risk factors are the earlier you played the more likely you are to develop it the longer you played the more likely you are to develop and the position you played there's certain positions that are more prone to it well, guess what? I started playing tackle football at five years old. I played for 26 years <laughs> and I played defensive tackle where my job was to use my head to ram into yeah. another guy 60 times a game and hundreds of thousands of times in practice leading up to the game uh, over the course of the years. So I'd be fun. I'm a mathematician. I'm a statistician. I've got a master's in engineering. I mean, I can do basic probability that it, it's, <laughs> It's highly unlikely that I don't have at least some of this or at least a tendency towards it. And again, that's another reason where, hey, you know what? It's a I'm great story. All in. If there's things I can do to help delay or, or Don, reverse Don, this, I'm going to do that it. That is such a good story. Uh, there is a, it reminds me of, of another, I, I think it's David Eagleman out of Stanford. And he's done some pretty cool research. And, and he wrote a recent book called Livewire. And it's basically a... a um, rebranding neuroplasticity and and one of the case studies he talks about is a group of nuns in Italy okay that lived a very active lifestyle and and they followed like this this Mediterranean type diet they were moving every day they were you know um, doing you know things that activated cognitive function every day they were in community and they were a part of a study an aging study and uh, they they that like we were talking about earlier in other studies, they donated their brains. And it was found post-mortem 
that a subset of these nuns actually had pretty severe Alzheimer's, but had no signs. Why? Right? Well, they were, we were talking about this. They were controlling some of the controllables. So what does that mean? <laughs> and so the impact of that diagnosis was actually probably quite a bit less because they were controlling those controllables. So um, I love I love what you said there. And, th and Don, something I appreciate about, about you, man, is that your vulnerability is awesome on point. Um, it's really important and really cool. Um, like, you know, Brene Brown talks about so much in their work. You know, this is why I, I wanted to have you on. I've had a lot of really um, inspirational people on. But I think well, you know, it, something... It's scary. I mean, I'm not ashamed to say. I mean, I, 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 I've done a lot of thinking about this. I mean, the, the scariest thing in the world to me is to lose cognitive function. You know, that, that's uh, a lot of people depend on me, number one. But number two, selfishly, I mean, I, I want to see my daughters get married, right? And I want to meet my grandkids and, and not only meet them, but I yeah. know who they Be are. Be with them. I want to grow old with my wife together, like my, my parents were able to do, you know, and uh, it's and the fact that, you know, there's at least the risk or the potential out there or a much larger risk with me than the average guy because of what I did for a living to strip me of that. I mean, that's that's scary, scary stuff. So. Well, Don, I'm you know, I think you're doing a lot of it, but uh, the only other one I can think about is what we talked about earlier. And I'm, I'm truly here for you on that. Uh, I think it can be really helpful. I mean. I know for me doing some of the Aerosmith work myself, <laughs> you know, uh, it's definitely helped my sharpness and, and I've seen so many people benefit from it. So just truly Don, I'm here for you on that one. Cause I, I think we remark, I mean, you know what that work can do. You've seen it. Um, so, you know, truly I I'm, he I'm here for you always. And, um, if there was one thing, I think I know what it is, but if there was one thing you could change in the world of brain health, just one, you only allow one to, uh, what, one thing you could change in the world of brain health, what would that be? Oh, boy. I, I guess it's, uh, you know, the, this whole idea of awareness, right? That, uh, hey, listen, that's, it's, it's, it's not a death sentence. I mean, we don't have to, whether you're a military veteran or an NFL player or an 80-year-old, you know, there are things you can do. There's choices you can make to either, you know, slow the process or limit the damage or maybe even reverse the process and and, and i wish more people would uh would acknowledge the seriousness of this and again like i said the the brain is the single most important organ it the brain makes you who you are as a person emotionally you know spiritually mentally and even physically your physical activities are driven by your brain and you know the motivation and all those type things so I, I guess it would just be you know spreading the word about people like yeah. you and, and the research out there and what is available out there to uh, um, you know let people live as long and a half life as they're able to uh, despite the fact whatever risk factors they might have no, I love it. And um, if there was one kind of, we were talking earlier about a pretty inspirational guy who's doing some pretty crazy things. Um, but is there one kind of either favorite book or favorite kind of person that really helps to shape and inspire you in, in, in all the things that, that you're doing or have done? Uh, yeah, I, um, I guess I, I, you're talking about the Iron Cowboy, you know, watching this guy, James Lawrence, do 100 Ironmans <laughs> in 100 consecutive days. You know, I've done 10 over the course of 15 years. 
And you know, the training that goes into each one of these, I know how intense it is and how exhausted you are after finishing one of these things. <laughs> the fact that he's able to do a hundred of these in a row, it's just it's just mind boggling to me. Um, you know, I had a trainer for the Jaguars, Mike Ryan, the guy who planted the seed with me. He used to come into training camp every year and he had pictures of, hey, I did Ironman Australia this year. Mm. Look at the pictures, you know. And he was a little bitty guy. He was one of those cross-country guys you and I used to beat up. <laughs> and I was a 285-pound defensive lineman, and he's taping my ankles one day in for training camp. And I said, ah, oh, you know, five years out of the NFL, I'm going to do one of those Ironman things, you know. Mm. And the whole locker room just bust out laughing. Like, <laughs> you know, hey, man, do you know how hard that Ironman is? And you're 285, you'll never be able to do it. Uh, but sure enough, that's what kind of planted the seed to me. I that's love that. Maybe, maybe someday I'll I'll get to the oh, point where I can do that. Don. So I, I I like to you know take motivation from all. There's all kinds of amazing people, and that's you know from military veterans, from uh, you know Alzheimer's patients that have embraced some of these things and and really reversed it. Uh, our 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 mission, our motto with Ironman is that anything is possible, right? And I. I love hearing inspirational stories and seeing what other people are doing. And then, you know what? Let me craft my own little path here. And uh, and it's cool to hear many people that have reached out to me say, hey, Donna, you've actually inspired me. You know, I did my first Ironman because of you. Or uh, even some of my NFL buddies, you know, I, I get it. I've got some buddies who've got, you know, knee replacements and hip replacements. And they're like, you know, an Ironman is just out of the question. I mean, they just they physically can't do it. Uh, but you know, it's, I swam my first hundred meters today. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I got a buddy at the at the gym that came up to me one day. He, I, when I'm in the gym, I'm I'm all in, right? I got my headphones on and I'm just going at it. I'm doing a circuit routine and I'm sweating and cussing and spitting and slobbering. And I don't really take attention <laughs> to that. And he's watched me for for weeks and weeks and months and months. And finally, he just he was a big overweight guy. Former played football in college. And then really let himself go. He's probably 350 pounds. And he tapped me on the shoulder. Hey, can I can I join you and jump in with you? And I said, Hey, knock yourself out, dude. Go ahead. I mean, I, I do it. I do. And five minutes into it, he's throwing up. Right? He's over in the garden yeah. and curling his guts out. But he showed up the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and he actually kept doing that for months and months. Ended up losing 60 pounds. Um, Wonderful. He wasn't training for a race or wasn't training for anything, but he's like, just seeing you, how hard you work, has motivated me to, to make a meaningful change. And I, those stories, that, that's what really, really gets me going. Oh, I, I love it. I love it. And, and, that, and that transfers to every other part of life, not just physical. And, you know, for people, I just really appreciate you, Don, doing what you're doing. And, uh, you know, that consistency, that's what it's all about. And, uh, you know, if people are listening here and they want to contact you, they want to learn more about your work, um, you know, how can they get in contact with you? Sometimes, you know, because uh, you're a busy guy, you know, I can always help to make those contacts, send messages. Uh, but also, is, are there websites people can go to, Don, where they could learn more about your work and support you? Yeah, the, the coolest thing I'm doing right now is this race across America, right? This is a the 3000 mile bike race from California to Maryland. I'm part of a team and it's, uh, uh, the web website for that is the one mile project. It's a, it's a charity group that's raising funds and awareness for military veterans, uh, and specifically suicide prevention. And that's, you know, one of the end result. It, it, yeah, we don't work out and we don't have people like you figure this thing out. One of the bad results of this 
traumatic brain injuries are is suicide. Um, it's happened to a lot of my NFL buddies. It's happened to a lot of military vets. So anyway, I'm very proud to be part of this team uh, racing across America next week. Uh, 3,000 mile bike race uh, to raise funds and awareness for this. So check out the One Mile Project as part of that. If you want to get a hold of me personally, uh, just Google me. I'm, I'm out there on the internet plenty enough. You can find okay. my email or my office number out there and uh, happy to connect with any of your listeners. That's great. Well, thank you again, Don. It's a great to reconnect with you, my friend. And um, we'll do this again when we're able to travel. We'll, we'll finally meet in person and uh, have a cup of coffee and maybe go for, I'll go for a shorter uh, run with you. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. It's great connecting with you again, Mark. Thanks for everything. Yeah. Take care. Take care. Don't forget to check back for a new Brain Mastery segment every week. Here's a sneak peek of our next thought-provoking interview. Thank you so much for listening to the Brain Mastery Podcast brought to you by ABI Wellness. Be sure to follow us on social media channels at ABI Wellness. The statements made regarding the Bears platform and ABI Wellness have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The efficacy of the Bears platform has not been confirmed by FDA-approved research. The Bears platform is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All information presented here is not meant as a substitute for or alternative to information from healthcare practitioners. Please consult your healthcare professional about potential interactions or other possible complications before using any product. The Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act requires this notice.